Hello and welcome to our very old Levicast. And we are here with Mitesh Soni. This is going to be the 11th episode of this podcast series. Technically speaking, the third on the book review with Mitesh on leading the transformation, applying agile and DevOps principles at scale by Gary Gruber and Tommy Moser. A little bit on the authors, Gary Gruber is an experienced executive with a proven track record of transforming software development processes and working with executives in large organizations. And Tommy Moser has been directly involved in the design, development, qualification, and delivery of software systems for over 30 years. So let's get started with this review. And um, thanks, Mitesh, for your time today. And so, Mitesh, this book gives an insight into how relatively small organizations evolved into larger entities by architecting rightly the leading edge techniques such as agile and DevOps. Whereas the traditional ones unexpectedly are burning out their teams through their current software delivery practices. So why in your understanding are these traditional organizations unable to bring in the required integration? Hi, Andra. Uh, so First of all, this leading the transformation, uh, applying agile and DevOps principle at scale book uh, provides you, you know, the details regarding the traditional organization and how uh, how those are struggling. Those organizations organizations are struggling. However, if you see in current scenario, there are there are majority of services which are provided and developed by this old traditional organization, and not all the organizations organizations are uh, truly. Imp- implementing agile and devops related stuff uh, there are some who are still in between the process and there are there are certain reasons why uh, they are struggling or probably they are not up to the speed uh, because of the because of the phase which they are in so they are in between phase of devops practices implementation and there are certain times where it is too difficult there are there is a resistance resistance which is which is an important factor so when you're talking about larger organizations, they might have one lakh or two lakh or three lakhs of people. And to make to make sure that the cultural transformation happens or culture shift happens within that kind of number is very difficult. And to expect it soon is not not a reality. Uh, even even um, there are certain research organizations which were uh, which were looking into this uh, implementation areas and everything. And according to them. The usual transformation takes up, up up to three to five years. And when you're talking about this big giants or big big organization, it certainly takes time because people resist because people have been talking. Uh, people have been talking about certain practices. They have been doing certain practices. And according to them, if everything is working fine as per them, why they need to change this? Until and unless you uh, pursue uh, persuade them, or until and unless you convince them to change. The practices for better improvements or for improving their day-to-day work, 
they are going to resist until there's that resistance is lower or it is removed it is going to be a struggle but it is a, it is again it is a continuous improvement process where normally it is not only specific to traditional organization but it is it is also at, at times uh, small organizations also struggle the only benefit uh, or the edge the small organizations are having with respect to the offshore practices implementation or to being uh, or, or to be very flexible is the scale in big organizations scale is too high in larger organizations you can still manage things and because of that there are a lot of resistance from people processes and everything and that is why businesses are frustrated people are frustrated there are people who wants to do good things in big organizations they also are frustrated in the organization because because of the processes so all those things are there and because of them because of those things traditional organizations suffers roadblocks or they have some uh, issues but nowadays they are slowly getting into those areas and make no mistake it doesn't apply to every unit in every organization there are organization where small small units have done a lot of good things in agile and devops related work while there are organization where it, and organization where it might not have been working so it is again it it up it is up to the culture of an organization and it differs from organization to organization so and again the one one important thing is you are never going to know all the right answers in the beginning and that's what the book book also says so it is important to make sure that it is a enterprise level process when you are talking about culture transformation agile and devops and all those stuff and this is a process of learning you have to adjust and improve and adapt continuous improvement and continuous innovation is is one way where it can happen with all kind of organization so to be to be very frank it, it is not that traditional organization organizations are suffering too much but yeah they are fine they face lot of resistance from people yeah that so I, i would like to put it sure yes i think that's a great uh, reflection and uh, then this book also specifically talks about applying the basic agile principles at scale throughout the organization and not just at the team level can you help our audience provide the author's view on the first order effect yeah so uh, antra in the book when authors are talking about uh, effects there are two types of effects one is first order effect and another one is second order effect so how teams come together to deliver value in large organization in order Uh, is the first order effect while how individual teams work is second order effect that's how the book book puts it and i can i can see that uh, i can see that uh, in my experience is also when I, whenever i talk to different people when we are talking about individual teams uh, there was a time when uh, you know, devops in initiatives were much more, was much was, was much limited to teams or or individuals who wanted to do some automation and who wanted to do something good other than that ex, uh, other than, other than that normal work and that's how it it started but then o- over the time it 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 was a realization in organizations and all the practitioners that it is not that only one team or individual teams work it is about entire organization and it is about lot of people processes and tools which are there so there has to be proper strategies and everything 
everything has to be in place and that's how it is important to have all come all teams come together to deliver a value in large organization for a better implementation rather than having individual teams who provides probably a proof of concepts or showcase your brilliance but then when you're talking about organization level improvements or transformation it rarely helps it has to be a team effort and that's how it goes okay yes that's interesting and then mitesh from the author's viewpoint what is the executive's involvement in leading the transformation how can he aid the long term transformation for his organization so executive's role is very important because they are in a space where they know about business also and they know about people also and that's how their role is very important and they are best suited to clarify the objectives of the transformation because they they have a better visible visibility and they have big picture in mind and they are best suited to clarify this objectives of the transformation to all the people who are working for them and using this objectives to communicate the vision priority and prioritize improvements and show showcase pro progress is one of the first thing which you need for a transformation and that's what they do and that is why their role is very important they bring lot of trust transparency when you are talking about executives most of the time the transparency is there and with this transparency there is a greater ability uh, to fix the issues which comes or uh, comes around naturally and that's how the executives are in better space to lead uh, lead the team for a transformation rather than uh, some individual teams is doing or something so it is more about a combination of top down and bottom up approach both if it is one way like from top down or from bottom up implementation of transformation then it usually it is it, it struggles so um on one hand the author talks about scaling and on on the other hand he emphasizes on small steps to be taken in this journey of transformation does this sound contradictory uh to be honest it it sounds contradictory but it is not and the reason is uh the reason is the word resistance as i as i said in the very first question or very first uh, paragraph when we are discussing uh, related to this transformation resistance is huge in people see uh, it is the transformation process you take it organization or you take it your country or world whenever you want to transform something or change something people resist first it's our human nature and to make sure that this resistance is less what you need to do is you cannot implement change in a big bang approach you have to do it phase wise you have to do it in small scale or in phase wise manner by deciding how the road map is and once you decide those things and you implement small section or in small stages or in small phases you make sure that you implement it and showcase what benefit it brings when we showcase the benefits to people the resistance level decreases and that's how it helps so even though when we are talking about you know uh, scaling 
emphasis on small steps is very important because when you take first step then you measure the success then you showcase that success to people and then they will get along with you guys and then again you take some small steps or phase wise implementation and you take along some other more people and that's how the scale becomes wider and that is where it is important to important when we are talking about organization scale transformation it is important to have people along with you and that that's why it is important to have things in small uh, in small steps or small phases so even though there is a failure you can try to adapt few things here and there and you can try to see what kind of change you want to do into your process or roadmap and then you can go along so that's how it uh, it is not contradictory actually that is how it works and i am interested to know mitesh you as a devops practitioner uh, do you agree that only the executives should have high dependability in driving these cultural shifts um they have role to play of course but everyone in the organization is responsible for transformation if you talk about and transformation again as i as i say this is a, when we are talking about culture transformation we can we can talk about it organization wise we can talk about culture transformation in our own home in our family in our society in our city village state country world whenever we are trying to talk about culture transformation everyone is responsible the moment you don't take people along there is a chance of failure and that is why executives roles are important because they have a bigger picture in mind but they can guide or they can provide objectives there has to be people who can communicate those ideas to the people who are going to implement things so that's how from top to bottom everyone is responsible but there is there is no doubt in my mind that vision or objective from executives helps lot thanks mitesh for that view uh, according to the author lack of clear business objectives will cause a problem don't you think too much focus on business objectives will deviate the focus and what should be the starting point transiting to success so clear objectives helps to guide journey and prioritize the work along the way so when you have a set of objectives when you start something new or something which is challenging or something which is transformative in nature you have to have some objective sets on what you want to achieve and and how you want to achieve and what kind of priorities has to be there and that has to be based on the culture of an organization so that also differs this objectives your first steps and how you want to implement it and everything thing in the priority also it differs from organization to organization because every organization has a different culture similar to every country or every state has a different kind of culture we have all different food related stuff or food style the way we make food we have different style of food making in every different states and countries and everywhere similar to each organization has different culture and because of that it is important to consider organization culture while setting up objectives hence you need to know 
the bigger picture what you want to achieve how you want to achieve and what is the road map what should be the time time frame it, obviously it's a long process but those kind of things has to be there and not having this clear objective sends signals to all the people in the organization or in the culture transformation process that we are not clear what on what we do and that's where the friction starts and then people goes in different ways how to implement certain things or how to do automation how to do automation and when you have no objectives or no focus on business objective it creates problem so let's say if you set your vision objectives up front then everyone knows that this is what we want to achieve now how you want to achieve, how you want to achieve those stuffs it's upon you and for that definite set of processes are also set based on various assessment and everything and that's how the culture transformation begins so vision is a part of uh, vision is very much important uh, there is a formula of change which i often mention um, which which is having different parts different section to that formula one is resistance one is vision one is first step and when this vision and first steps whatever you want to implement they are bigger than the resistance then your change starts to happen so that's how the vision is a core cornerstone of this particular transformation process and that's what uh, the authors have been focusing on in the book that vision has to be there set of business objectives has to be very clear and i thought the author also talked about the biggest source of inefficiency uh, what's your viewpoint on it so in, when we are talking about different organizations and major, big organization it is not that only one department or one team is going to add value there will be dependency on multiple teams for providing a value and when i am talking about value let's say there are multiple teams involved in in your development process or when you are going to deliver something so there might be audit team there might be security team there might be development team release team might be there even even when we are talking about only day one ops there are multiple teams which are involved in application life cycle management activities and when we are talking about them it is important to have laser like focus when i'm and i'm quoting this from the book that it is important to have laser like focus to implement business objectives to identify inefficiency in the current processes or value stream management we can say and then implement ongoing continuous improvement process to fix those at the inefficiency because when we are talking about multiple teams manual processes if there are any until and unless you automate things and you stabilize those automation it is going to be it is going to be a difficult process and it will will bring lot of inefficiency into your day to day activities so it is important to have focus automation and continuous improvement process to make sure that whatever inefficiencies are there in existing or current system of delivering value it has to go with all those kind of stability and proper focus and vision and implementation of automation sure and the author has somewhere referred uh, on working on a complete code on a fixed interval could you please throw some light on it so yes author has uh, highlighted authors have highlighted 
drops of working complete code on a fixed interval and it helps because fully qualified code drops on a fixed schedule so like within a sprint or so within some time of two weeks or three weeks you have frequent small integration it also drives automation there are shorter planning and develop, development cycles and the author have also emphasized that it it because of it it delivers it it is about delivering to a well prioritized product backlog so all these are benefits when we are talking about you know working complete code on a fixed interval <coughs> excuse me sure that's quite interesting so um applying devops and agile principles at scale in the view of the author oh what is that so why why and how can about, you do yeah, it while we are talking about yeah while we are talking about applying devops and agile principles at scale i would not go beyond a couple of things and those are phase wise implementation training to people and to focus on people and processes i always say tools are uh, important but those are not deciding factors and book is also highlighting that it is important to provide focus on business objectives phase wise implementation or in small steps you need to implement the transformation process and you need to train people and focus you need to give focus on people so resistance is less when you are changing something so th- those are the things which helps to apply devops practices and agile principles at scale and it is a slow process when we are talking about large entities it is not going to change overnight that we need to understand yes and i think i second that uh, that change cannot happen overnight if the organization is large and complex and focus on people training them and implementing in a phase based approach is crucial i do agree to it so uh, lastly amitesh uh, can you just provide few examples from your work life experience on the tools that you have used for documentation and tracking stories of course i know uh, we have the common ones people might be aware of it but just wanted to call out here for our audience who are you know very new to this platform okay so uh, i i usually don't uh, interact much with user stories and other stuff my i usually deal with uh, pipelines and devops practices implementation uh, in that way but still uh, usually what i have find is a uh, couple of tools which are very uh, which are very popular in in usage is jira and confluence uh, for your user story tracking and agile tracking and everything whatever you want to do and documentation and then there is azure devops also which which has all services in i think gitlab is also coming up with similar kind of services most of the pipeline repository and everything is there and i guess there is something related to tracking and documentation is also available in gitlab uh, if i am not mistaken and there are some people who use trello for all kind of uh, tracking related stuff so yeah um, those are those are few tools which uh, i can think right 
right now to on top of my mind. Thank you, Mitesh. Thanks a lot. I think that helped clarify a lot of my uh, takeaways from the book. So thanks a lot for meeting us today. And with that, we will close the session. And for the audience, stay tuned for the next one. And please, please provide your feedback uh, on the bottom of this episode that helps us evolve and enhance our future discussions. Thanks a lot. Good day. Good night. Bye. Good day. Good night. Bye-bye.